Hey, man. Welcome. Welcome back to uh, episode two of Chasing Chips. Uh, I am Charles Vixen, and the guy on the left of me is Joshua Davis. Joshua Davis. I don't know why I always do this at the beginning. I have no idea. I really oh, am I, just. <laughs> I, I'm not a full name. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I did say my full name too. Uh, I, the, what I got for us last week was a critique was that I said my full name and then you said your full name and I said something like, oh man, he said his full name. And I said my full name beforehand. And the reason being, this is from my wife that said, Farron, she said, (laughs) why did I say that? I I just, I've never heard you. That was the first time I ever heard you say your full name, you know? Yeah. Cause no, thanks, Baron. I appreciate you looking out for me. Yeah, you never said your full name to me, folks. So it was like, I was like, oh, that's the old government. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So honestly, it's it's a work thing because we have so many Joshes at our work. So everyone calls me Joshua. So just get used to it. And then now I'm just referencing it all the time. So you call me what you want. Don't matter. Dude. But I'm gonna go with Joshua for now. Is this a common uh, uh common white person name? <laughs> Joshua? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Charles? <laughs> you say you work with a lot of Joshes. Are they? Hey, there's plenty of black Joshes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Any. Josh, yeah. Josh McDaniels. Josh. I'm going to think some more. <laughs> <laughs> I know Josh Hart. I know Josh Hart. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah just get, you know. So, you know, obviously Chasing Chips, we're both Cover fan and Suns fan. So for me, I just want to update y'all since y'all care so much about the Clippers news. I know y'all do. I know y'all do. So uh, Terrence Mann, we signed him a two-year extension. You know, he deserved it. He had a great playoffs. You know, he averaged his career average, um, which is only seven points at the time. But I know he's going to get better. He's going to get more time. He's going to sc- score more this season. The reason being is something I called a wh- way before when Lou Williams got traded, I was the first person, and I believe this wholeheartedly, when I was like, Terrence Mann is about to be a very, very big vocal point to the Clippers as soon as Lou Williams got traded. And the reason being is that Ty Lue had confidence in him to upgrade his game and get better, especially when not having Lou Will uh, taking up those minutes anymore. And exactly what happened. And he stepped up, he did his thing, won that playoff game, uh, that was just incredible, and it just is just one of those things. He deserves it. It's something that's short, sweet, two-year extension, and that's pretty much the update for the Clippers, man. I mean, we still yeah. understudies. A lot of people are talking about how you know a lot of polls I've seen what teams are being underrated in the West, and the Clippers is that team. So you know, I'm always I'm always good to be you know underdog. Yeah, I mean, well deserved. I mean, Terrence, man, I remember when he dunked on Rudy Gobert. That was fun. And uh, yeah, he's he's good. I mean, he's going to be progressing, and I'm glad that he uh, secured the bag. And that's you great. Know. So, what about anything going on with the Suns? Yeah, I just heard that uh, Aiden mentioned he got interviewed by I think like Dwayne Rankin, and he basically said that he was disappointed that the extension hasn't been solidified yet with his contract. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think he's leaving it up to his agent to negotiate. And I mean, we still have time before the deadline. But we'll see. 
I mean, I don't want to read too much into it. I think it would be dumb not to give him the money. Uh, especially if some of it, to my understanding, is not guaranteed at the end, like the, mm. the latter seasons. Right. Um, so I, I don't understand. But then again, I'm not in that room. Uh, pretty much all, I would say 90% of like Sun's Twitter, it seems to be like in favor of giving Aiden the money. Uh, so I do, I think that they would have said that halfway through the season, maybe not, but who cares? Like we're here now, you know? So he had a really great playoffs. He's proven himself. He was able to be a team player and not get as many touches when Chris Paul, Dun Booker, you know, kind of mm-hmm. taken, go, taken over. And he kind of like settled into his defensive role and he's just got a great attitude. I mean, I don't understand like why you wouldn't pay him. He's only 22, I think still. Oh, and that's uh, ridiculous. You need to, you need to pay that man. So hope it gets done. Uh, I think it will, but I don't like all this drama being formed around it because ideally it gets signed and all this stuff we can put behind us. So somebody that's now kind of starting to come out, you know, all these young cats now are starting to get their extensions and coming up and, and um, uh, 2019 draft, you know, Tyler Hero just pretty much came out. I know this has nothing to do with any of our teams. He pretty much just came out and said he thinks he should be included in the trays in the, the um, Zions and the Jaws, you know, even though he wasn't, drafted in the top 10. He thinks he feels like he should be getting paid just like them. Uh, I don't agree. I think he's these, I think he's good. I think he's good. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree either, but uh, love the confidence. Yeah. You know, it proved me wrong. I mean, just we'll see how he develops. I think you would have to, I think his offensive game is there for the most part, but you know, you'd have to work on his defense a little. I mean, I think Trey Young has – he's able to be bad at defense because his offense is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Tyler Hero is to the caliber that Trey Young is mm-hmm. on offense. So you're going to have to, like, balance that out with some defensive ability, and I just don't think that he's the best defender, really. Um, but we'll see. I mean, he's still – like I said, he's, I mean – uh, with Aiden, all these players are really young. They all develop at different uh, ways, times, and you know, waves. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, maybe Tyler Hero bulks up. I mean, no one was screaming about Giannis his first like year or two in the league, and then all of a sudden he just got really strong. Like it was crazy. Nobody was screaming. I agree, but the potential was there. Like there was like Jason Kidd was always like this guy is going to be a star, you know, because how who he is and how the length of him and he was always talking about how he's going to be one of the of like a vocal point of the Bucks one day, you know. I don't ever see that for Tyler Hero. I think Tyler Hero is just I want to say just maybe a little bit better than Terrence Mann. The boy. Yeah, but I mean Giannis was picked what fifteenth. Yeah, and you know I'm not. I'm, I'm not comparing Tyler Hero and Giannis. That's just, why I was put Terrence Mann in that same draft. Terrence Mann got an extension. He drafted round two. Tyler Hero's round one. And Tyler Hero gets more minutes than Terrence. But 
I feel like, you know, and Tyler Hero has more. Terrence you know, Man and Tyler Hero right now. I mean, look here. Hey, I know it's a little crazy. A little crazy. Everybody's like, what? Why are you doing yeah. that? You know, but hey, like, I think we'll see this year. I feel like I feel like this is going to be a change. I think we're going to see a lot of people going to know how to defend Hero. And I think with Man, he's going to get more minutes. So he's, he's, he's going to tick up. I think he'll be in the double digits. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be averaging with ten, uh, Tyler Hero's been averaging, which is uh, career averages 14 points a game. Yeah. Is seven. So I think he, I honestly believe Ter- Terrence can average 14. So yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I think that Terrence Mann is better in defense than Tyler Hero is. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's hard to tell with these young players, man. Yeah, it is both of you are three. So yeah, I mean, so yeah. We'll, we'll see how it turns out. I don't want to compare too early because they I all get, differently. I get real early. Yeah. Early, early. <laughs> I mean, we're talking early. I mean, we can talk about our topics, but yeah, yeah, we'll, like we'll, we'll get, we'll get more to that. Woo! I'm excited Woo! about these players. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball. Sure. Man, but um, just you can write into that NBA news that this stuff stuff everybody's talking about right now. I don't really. It's kind of weird. Like I want to be like, oh, let's talk about Ben Simmons first, or let's talk about Kyrie first. Man, this is a mixed bag. Which one is more of a I will go with Ben. So Ben randomly shows yeah. up at the facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, word is Elton Brand got a text message saying, hey, Tyler Hero. I'm not tired. Sheesh. Ben Simmons is here. Uh, he's outside. He's ready to take his uh, COVID test. You know what I'm saying? Which they were expecting to come later in the week. Um, obviously, the fans of Philly are not welcoming him back. You know, they're like, stay yeah. your ass at home. Um, and it's one of those weird situations, you know, it's something like where you want to be a fly on the wall, him walking into the room, right. saying hello to Embiid, saying hello to Doc and everybody again after just the past few months of just all types of disrespect. So it's very weird. Um, I don't understand really what's going on. I don't understand what Rich Paul and them are trying to plan with him coming back. It's I mean, they're just thing. checking a box. I mean, so he can get paid. That's really it. I mean, he's, he's not like he's trying to play with Philly, but he's just right now doing what he can to salvage his, his paycheck, you know? So he's just trying to figure that out until a trade comes. And if a trade doesn't come, then I guess we'll cross that bridge when they get, when they get to it. But uh, the trade is coming, man. They're not, they're, that's a wrap. That team oh, okay, is that... But like when, when will it come? Is it going to come mean... before the season? Question. We I saw the, the Kings trade floating around. Oh really? Who, who's in that? It was it was it was very weird. Don't it tell me like, Marvin Bagley or I know. think Marvin was part of it because the starting four was like Harrison Barnes, Ben Simmons, Fox. I mean that was the starting three. So Those Buddy Hill's three. in there? I don't think Buddy Hill's part of the trade. What I think I don't know Buddy Buddy Hill's not a Kings anymore. Oh, that's right. Is he? Is he? No, he is. He, he is. is. He is. He is. He is. He is. Yeah. He's so forgettable. Like it's just what? ridiculous. <laughs> it just. He just wanted. He's so. He was so good in college for so random. Like and then he just. Well, he's, still, he's still like top three, top four in the league with most uh, three point. But that doesn't mean he's not forgettable. I mean, if you're top five in the NBA at three points made, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty good. He averaging sixteen points a game right now. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I think he's just coasting in sack right now. But yeah, I mean, he's not very. He's he's not all he's not all that. He's got he's good at uh, shooting threes, and that's about it. So, but I don't know. I don't know who who does Sack have that? Thanks, baby. Um, who does Sack have that would be worth Ben Simmons besides like a De'Aaron Fox? I mean, they're not giving up De'Aaron Fox. He's De'Aaron Fox is gonna be with the Kings until he's. De'Aaron Fox asked for a trade. Yeah, for um, sure. I think I, I would do the same. They, they said the he says that the Kings have no interest in trading franchise centerpieces. De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. So pretty much everybody else on that roster is up for grabs. I thought uh, when I saw the picture of like Harrison Barnes still being there. I was like, why would he still be there? Like, why? Like, I mean, getting paid a lot of money. Like, but yeah, but he's. I mean, he's definitely a trade piece. Unless, like you said, he's just. His, his contract's so big, nobody wants to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but with Ben Simmons, it's just a very, very – it's just – it's just it's so weird for exactly – I know I know they say that um, the Sixers are asking for a lot. Um, yeah. And they should. I mean, Ben Simmons is a good player. He has potential. He's still very young. But, like – a lot of these teams, like we said in the first episode, are not going to do this trade at the beginning of the season. Like they're gonna wait. They're gonna wait. And we're gonna have I, I that's why a lot of these rumors, I haven't really fully took a deep dive and reading all these stories because there's a new trade rumor every other week. Last yeah. week was the Pacers, this week's the Kings. And you know, the next week's gonna be somebody else that's you know, after a week the NBA season starts. We should combine our two topics of Kyrie and Ben Simmons because I still think that the best trade for the Sixers and the Nets would be just be to swap their guards, you know? <laughs> and maybe add, I mean, fill in some players for cap space and stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe the Sixers wouldn't even want Kyrie Irving at this point. But I don't know. At least he can play. You'll get they to play. Hopeful. And that's the biggest sin. That'll be the biggest piece to telling Kyrie, like, okay, we're trading for you. Come and you can play. Obviously, the games you have to miss is the games against Brooklyn, the games against the Warriors. Um, I think the Lakers and Clippers are getting up to that point too. LA's about to do that same that's thing. It's not I think. sustainable. This whole thought of like Kyrie only playing some games of the season, like what happens when playoffs hit? Like it, you know, it's just that's you not you don't play the Nets to the finals and, and then then you get your vaccination because you're in a conference final. So you're like, OK, I'll get it. You're going to have to get it at some point. So yeah. there's like no like halfway kind of thing. It's like either you get it or you don't. But it's like I agree with the Nets there that they're not going to let him play until he's eligible. He gets it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to judge Kyrie. Do your thing. I mean, it's. Just this is what the show is for. Is, this is this this is what this is for for you to judge. <laughs> to judge the voice. Yeah, but I'm not trying to say like. Uh, listen, I I don't think that like he shouldn't be able to make his own decision. I'm not him. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, but I will say that it's just always there's always something going on. There's always it's always something with him every year, and it's always causing drama and him missing games and maybe he's just an unlucky guy but then also maybe he just draws a lot of the the attention and drama himself 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. If I were a Nets fan, I'd be a lot more upset, but I'm not. So yeah, because your team is still really good. The Nets without Kyrie are still James Harden, KD. Man, if, drop them two guys on any team across the NBA. They are in the playoffs. They right. are getting out round one. They are getting out round two. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're they're that good. Those two. I mean, yeah, it, just them alone. You know, the Kyrie ad was just like, okay, they're definitely gonna make it to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's why I think when they had the conversation, and probably KD and James went up there last night and was like, look, you, we can still we can still win this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whole thing, me and you. We don't really. We'll call them and let them know. Like, bro, you gotta get that vaccination. If not, man, we gonna you just gotta sit out because I think another thing they were thinking about and what's big was the camaraderie, like you know, the cohesiveness. If, like you said, if he's jumping in and out of games, you know, that's almost like too much star power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, but it, uh, that's that's what Kyrie likes. I mean, he likes attention. You know, I I just feel like it's always something like. There's always something with him drawing some sort of attention and then kind of as soon as he gets attention, he's like, why is everyone looking at me? It's like, bro, because you do wild shit, you know, it's like, <laughs> like you, one, one, one season you, you're claiming that the, the earth is flat. The next, like you're stomping on the Celtics logo and, and you know, the next you're just like skipping out on games and the next, like you're, uh, you know, yeah. not getting that, that yeah, whole thing. Stop I don't know. It's logo. always yeah, he's stomping on logo, putting sage in the arena to get all the okay. bad vibes out. But then you stomp on like <sighs> you just you want to you want to be like whatever, do your thing. But in the same stroke, you just want to just be like, man, like you're like your own worst enemy right now. You're yeah. you're you're you say that you don't like drama, but you do things that you know are going to stir stir up shit you know so it's mm-hmm. like why do you continue to do that and at this point it's just like why don't you just like consider retiring like i'm not not saying that in like a derogatory or or mean way but it's just like if it's too much for you just like retire so someone else can like fill your roster spot because someone else that like has worked really hard to be there in the nba and you're just kind of dilly-dallying you know it's just i don't know and that's what's crazy because he comes out after saying, I don't want to get, I'm not getting vaccinated or not, you know, I'm, it's my decision. I don't want to tell you why I'm not getting vaccinated, but you know, I'm not getting it right now. I'm still doing my research or whatever. And then to come out like, okay, the trade rumors and like, oh, if you get, you have your agents or somebody say, oh, if I get traded, I'm going to retire. So then kills the team from trading you to a team that you, we can trade you. The Nets are like, look it, stop saying you're going to get retired. If we trade you, let us trade you and trade you to a team that doesn't need these type of regulations. You know what I'm saying? Trade, yeah. like you said, the Sixers, they don't need these regulations. You don't, you can go there and play 70 games. You'll miss what, like I said, you'll miss what, eight, maybe, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Cause you just got to travel to these different cities, but you get to play. And then when you get to the playoffs, you got to hope you don't play Brooklyn, but if you do, you got to just not play the away game. Right. You know, so, but for you to come out and like you said, he creates more drama for himself by saying, I don't want to, I'm going to retire if you trade me. 
makes everybody that was thinking about like, okay, we could get him for the low or get him now because he's being disruptive or, or just not, you know, getting vaccinated and bring him here. Um, now they're like, oh, we bring him here and he don't like us for two days or three days. He just right. going to retire. Now we just lost a whole bunch of assets to the Nets and now we just got nothing. Yeah. You know? Um, and I, and I, I see a, a bunch of people on like Twitter recently, like claiming that uh, they're like, oh, well, Kyrie has done all these good things. Like he's given to charity. And uh, I think he bought like uh, George Floyd's family uh, a house. Yeah. And no one's claiming that Kyrie is a bad person. Like no one's claiming that he's a bad guy. Cause I mean, those are really amazing things that he did. It's just that he's a drama queen. You know, it's not, there's a difference between being a bad person and a drama queen. Mm-hmm. And like, we're claiming that he's a drama queen For and sure. he's a great person too. And that's a, <laughs> well, it's just like, why do you have to, it's like the um, kind of what, what about ism kind of mentality of just like, Oh, what about this? What about that? It's just, whatever stop mixing up things he's he's drama and i'm sorry if you're a nets fan and dealing with this right now but luckily i'm not i don't know if nets fans are as i don't know if nets fans are as panicked as i think people may think i think if they they don't make um they don't make the finals this year and like they still go through all this Kyrie stuff and he ends up not playing things are gonna like get real dicey out out in Brooklyn, I would feel. I just, I think because KD and James are just ballers and they love the game and they're friends with Kyrie and they've been with it. I think there's one, I feel like, it's like if you told me like, hey, all right, I'm going to play. I love the game, but I'm not doing this. And I'd be like, all right, bro, you're not doing it, but I'm going to go out and get this money. I'm going to get this dough. We're going to get this W. Hey, whenever you feel like you want to get vax and come back, it's open. But let me, I'm going to let you know now, we ain't going to have too many more conversations. Like, that's what I'll be. I like, guess right. I'm, we're not going to, like, I'm not going to call you every week. Wait till they start losing. Huh? So wait till they start losing. Ah, I, I doubt that. Hey, I'm not, I'm, listen, I think they're going to be great. But if they start losing, who are they going to like point to? And that is, I heard a funny thing uh, recently that was talking about how, like, how if, uh, this would have went down with Michael Jordan, Sarah. They're like Michael Jordan would have like given given people vaccinated uh, vaccinations himself yes. on his own team. You know, like <laughs> he would have just been like doing it himself, injecting people himself. You he know, was, which is so true. But <laughs> you know, he 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 one of them guys, man. He what? Mike just came out and said he you know he's he's he believes in science and he's vaccinated. He wants everybody to get vaccinated. He believes in all of that. So. It's one of those things. Mike's so much of a competitor. It's like, I'll do whatever. Mike is one of them guys. Obviously, everybody knows he'll do anything for the game, anything to get on the court, anything to get the W, even if he had to hype himself up and make somebody think he was making fun of him when they weren't. You know, like I'm I'm currently reading KG's book and he was talking about like a moment where him and Isaiah Ryder, Isaiah Ryder's cooking Jordan. But KG is a rookie and starts chopping, just starts mm-hmm. yapping. Doesn't know the Jordan rules. Yeah. Just said, yeah, get him. You don't, he can't guard you. He can't guard you. And then Isaiah's like trying to calm it down. Like, <laughs> hey, Mike, Mike, he don't know. He's a rook. He don't really know what he's talking about, you know. And then he keeps chirping at Mike. And then Mike goes off. At, at has ends the game with 36 points. They beat the, the Timberwolves by 16. Comes over to the bench and he's like, hey, 
you 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 got it you understand now like like and it's <laughs> like there's so many of those stories about michael that people really wouldn't say nothing to him like don't 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 say nothing right. and, and i think that's something like like kd's one of them guys i feel like the more people like in the games i watch whenever people want to get in his face when pj tucker would get in his face and try to do extra shit I feel like KD just got better and better and better. And some oh. players you just don't want to unleash right. that angry dog. Some players, some guys play. Uh, Dem Booker, you know. Yes, the Clippers do that all the time with Patrick Beverly. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. I used to hate it. I used to hate it. Obviously, Patrick Beverly pushing Devin. I'm like, look, stop, leave him alone. He's he's bricking. He's chilling right now. He's not really playing too hard. You keep messing with Devin, he gonna go nuts. And every yeah. single time, mess with him, and then boom. We, we, we losing because Devin just decided to score 15 points by himself. You know what I'm saying? So it's a very weird situation on the, on the Nets front. It's a very weird situation on the Sixers front. At least the Sixers have been Simmons back in the building. That trade would be perfect, like you said. It, it kind of solved everybody's problems. Both teams would still be good. Both teams would still be competing. And both teams would probably be, you know, obviously top four in the East. I'm not going to go out here and say they're going to make a good conference finals. Those are the two teams because the Bucks. I'll start sitting over there, nice and quiet, no drama, after a championship, chilling, yeah. <laughs> watching these other two teams <laughs> act a fool. I mean, what else are you going to do in Milwaukee, though? You don't really create a lot of drama in Milwaukee, do you? I mean, Michael Red did when he was there. Fair enough. You know, say Ray Allen did when he was I don't there. know, but I, I just feel like Giannis is oh. the opposite of, like, oh, a completely. in the sense of, like, he's very kind of keeps himself and just focused on winning games. Which is not necessarily better or worse. It's just different. I mean, how many European players do you know created a lot of drama? That's a good point. Like, they, they've been playing ball since they were 15, 14, professionally against adults. They know how the game is. Like, they're, they've gone through the rookie trials. Is it an American eight, thing? Huh? It's an American thing? Oh, by far. <laughs> by far, it's an American yeah. thing. Yeah. By far, it's an American thing to be a lot more dramatic um you know extra for sure for sure that's fine it's not i mean it's i'm trying to even try to think like what european player was like oh my gosh he's so dramatic oh i mean there's some i mean flopping they brought flopping into the league (laughs) i mean you have like european players that are flops but i would say but that's that's soccer off the court they're not drama yeah off the court they're not drama like I would say, I mean, Vlade Divac is the first person I think of. Who brought flopping into the league? Vlade Divac. That's just my number one guy. I would start there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But that, that was a gameplay. That's something you do in soccer. That's something that's just known in soccer for a lifetime yeah, where true. soccer players get hit and, you know what I'm saying, all types of things. But, and, but yeah, I think that's a straight American thing. I think – being dramatic and being extra and just doing all types of stuff that's just unnecessary. Just, just get, play the sport. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get the job and then, you know, do what it is. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying it's, like. It's lifestyle the rich and the famous. You know? <laughs> it is. That is true. That is true. That is you know, true. it's just like when you're, when you got millions of dollars, um, you know, I feel like there you kind of stir up some controversy and it's just kind of amusing to some people. And, you know, then again, not sitting here judging people, just trying to, 
assess the drama meter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so another thing, top off with something a little lighthearted. Uh, in our new segment that we have is called Ain't It. So Ain't it. Bar, Ain't it. We're debuting it today. So LeVar Ball, but LeVar Ball, everybody knows who he is. You know, he's the father of LiAngelo, LaMelo, and Lonzo. Uh, decided to come out with some lifestyle shoes. Um, mm. Cost $695 to $895. And it says one of the shoes has an I told you so thing. Obviously, from his theme was saying his sons were going to all make the NBA and things like that. And it's all great and things like that. But these shoes are just completely ugly. They just yeah, they're Walmart shoes. They were real. I mean, and no, no disrespect to Walmart because you know if you want to sponsor, Why disrespect to Walmart because they might want to sponsor Chase the Chips. I don't know. They ain't sponsoring us. Though. Why do you hate Walmart? Let's get on that. Let's forget the Lebar thing. What that ain't it right there? Why is your why the disrespect for Walmart? It's not necessarily I don't I, I hate them. I just don't like walmart i'm not like shouting them out like trader joe's i'll be shouting them out you know if trader joe's wants to be a sponsor <laughs> but walmart ugh. <laughs> it just makes you feel gross being in oh man see anyway, the rich and famous people price styles are rich and famous right here he's too just too good for walmart <laughs> stop it no uh, trader joe's is cheap bro they got deals they, um, they got deals. I mean, you know what I'm saying? This table I'm working off of right now is from Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Okay. certain essentials. I feel like they have essential things that are good and quality, but quality? I'm not saying, I mean, tables, chairs. I don't know. Walmart doesn't scream quality to me, but <laughs> yeah, I might've just ruined our, our potential sponsorship, but we'll see. You know, maybe they, maybe they will, will give us a shot. Yeah, maybe, yeah right. They're going to prove you. They're going to prove you wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah. His son is a middle child. Uh, Jello is what you know. Oh, Jello. Wait, I thought he's the middle one or the oldest. Oh, he. I think he's the oldest. He's the oldest. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Is he? Yes. No. 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 You making me forget? You making me? You making me look it up now? Yes, he's the eldest. Tripping out here. Made me, made me question myself. I've been watching him since high school. I know Lonzo because he made he was at UCLA. Oh, wait, so Lonzo two, is the oldest? Yeah, Lonzo's the oldest. So it's because the other two were still playing in high school. And then they all got, you know, then the I guess Leangelo got a scholarship at UCLA and then messed yeah. up in China. I mean, we all know that story. Um, and then LaMelo also got a college to UCLA, but, you know, decided to skip all college and go overseas. And well, that doesn't hurt him at all, but yes, for sure. Um, Lonzo's the oldest, but, huh. uh, Leandro is got a G league contract, um, just signed one, but the very surprising one that I didn't see coming was Zaire, Zaire Wade, you know, Dwayne Wade's son also signed a G league contract. Hmm. Um, he will also be probably playing for the Jazz, who are also owned by his dad, um, yeah. G League team. And Leangelo will um, be entering the G League draft. So he'll pretty much go to some some team that wants to use him. Obviously, people assume Charlotte is going to pick him up with LaMelo and things like that because they play, he plays summer league on Charlotte's team. Um, who do you feel like will have a better 
who will make the NBA first? Who's making the NBA first? So Zaire Wade is he got one year in the G League and then he's eligible, right? Yes. Okay, Zaire. <laughs> Zaire. It's it's very simple because yeah. uh, Jello, you know, he is good, but I don't, I don't know. He did. He's not. Doesn't seem very like athletic. I mean, he seems like a, a pretty decent shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he seems like the the lesser athletic of the brothers. He is. He definitely is. He's not as agile, it seems. And he's mm-hmm. not as quick. Uh, so I don't know. I think Zaire Wade. I mean, his dad is one of like the the best uh, NBA players ever. One of them. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Zaire Wade videos, but who knows? I haven't seen him in action in like games a lot. Like I've I've seen like some uh younger games and stuff like that but he seems good he seems to have like good movement and stuff when he's doing his shooting drills and stuff uh, i don't know i don't really watch too much of the prospects besides like the uh notorious ones um like the jalen greens and stuff like that i'm excited to yeah see for it. me and, and, and I, for I would, me i would put my money on zaire way yeah for me i i i appreciate the angelo's grind I appreciate him working so hard to get to where he's at, fighting through adversity and getting here and getting to the G League spot and getting a chance. And I hope he just keeps grinding. You know, somebody's going to give him that chance and he's just got to, you know, seize that opportunity. But it's hard for me to go against just having, you know, a dad like Dwayne Wade in your corner who's going to put as much money as he can into your development as a player. You know, Leandro has has the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and he's about to play jazz affiliate, and you, you know, and and I believe it. You know, Levar is in the same thing with um with uh Leangelo, but it's just Levar didn't play in the league. I mean, did he play in the league? No, he didn't play in the league. He didn't play in the league, and just Dwayne Wade is just a you know champion, you know all star, one of the greatest shooting guards of all time. He'll get he'll get his chance. Yeah, for sure. He, I think, yeah, he'll get his chance, and what he just needs to do is just seize. I mean, it's going to be very difficult. Like you said, he's just not as athletic. He's not as super quick as his brother. He's not as athletic as Lonzo. Um, He's not a better passer than LaMelo. He might be, to me, the better shooter of the two, of the three. Um, He has overall, yeah, shot for shot, Leandro can shoot. Like, he can shoot his ass off. Yeah, he, he can but it's the process of getting open. You know what I'm saying? And playing defense. Do I think he shuts down somebody? Does he slow somebody down? Footwork's got work on that. Zaire, he's just six foot two, six foot three. He looks quick. He looks like somebody that can do some things, but it's the same thing. He needs to pack on some pounds. He needs to be able to knock down some shots. But like you said, we just haven't seen too much of Zaire to, you're more so trusting his dad more than trusting Zaire. You're not like, right. I'm more of a trust that your dad's going to make sure you're ready for the NBA because he knows the NBA very well. But I haven't seen enough on film for me to be like, okay, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's one, he's a dog. Like, it's yeah. not like, it's not like we said, oh, if, if I said Zaire or Mikey Williams, you're going to be like Mikey Williams. Like, it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, Mikey, he's a big boy. Mikey yeah. Williams, man. Boy. Yeah, he's, a, he's a monster, man. He is a monster. <laughs> Like, it's crazy. He's only a junior. Like, he's still got two more years of high school basketball to play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's just, this year, he's going to play. And then senior year, 
and then he's gonna make the decision. He's probably gonna go G League Ignite, um, yep. most likely. Uh, go straight to the uh, you know G League, play that for a year, get paid, and then go to the NBA, just like um, Jalen and just like uh, what's his name on the Warriors? Get his name, but um, Who? the guy oh. from the Warriors, uh, um, African Cat, I forgot his name. Yeah, I forget his name too. Uh, it's, good though. Yeah, both of them were G League Ignite guys. You know, you know, came right out of high school, played for the G League team for a year, and mm-hmm. then in the NBA top five picks, two top five picks off that team. So I think that was a great thing for the NBA to do. It's, you know, helps you develop players and save. Kaminga. Kaminga. There we go. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I just, you know, big ups to both of them. Hopefully they can try to strive and get into the NBA and, 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 and and then do some things. Yeah. Good for them. So, as y'all guys see, I got the WBA, WNBA hoodie on. You know, yeah. the finals, Chicago Sky, uh, Phoenix Mercury. Game yep. two is Wednesday. Um, game three is Friday. Um, and it's it's one of those things I'm trying to get people to watch, honestly. Even you, Jeff, you need to be watching WNBA. Oh, I feel attacked. <laughs> Did you watch game one? I did watch the highlights for sure. Oh, you got to watch it like the Phoenix. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I mean, I'm not from Phoenix, so it's not like I'm representing Phoenix. I'm just, I I love the Suns. But listen, I get it. I I will watch the second game for sure. Yes. Watch the second game. I was not trying to attack you. I'm just trying to tell everybody to watch. (laughs) Because this is good, man. They got some great players playing, man. It's like, it's, it's probably... They're the lowest seeds to make the finals in the WNBA. And it's just like star power all around. You know what I'm saying? They got the GOAT, Tarasi, you got Brittany Griner, Scott Diggins, you got uh, Candace Parker, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, you know, that's three of the top 25 players that touch the WNBA court. You know what I'm saying? Are playing in, in this. If it was any other sport, three of the top 25 players ever playing in the finals everybody will be watching not even not even, not even close you know what i'm saying um so it's like one of those things i'm a big advocate for it i love the WNBA. i love how they play yes i know everybody always talks about oh they can't there's no it's not a bunch of dunking it's not a lot of this but i love fundamentals i love the game i love basketball i like to you know just get to the rack this like sometimes i miss that in nba from time to time sometimes for me those games i watch in nba just way too much shooting just way too much three-point shooting no gameplay no you know tactical moves and something like that just getting to the rack on a regular basis making sure you're getting there but um yeah just tune in watch it um and i, I guarantee you'll enjoy it as simple as that oh yeah this tomorrow right yes wednesday spicy take time oh we're a week away from the season you gotta week get the away. mind turning right now spicy take week away we're gonna keep we'll do some more Spicy take next week after. I mean, we'll we have another episode next week, and it would just be like one, a few games, and we can still do some takes. Um, what is probably your number one spicy take right now? Like, you want everybody to be like, okay, I said it first. If this happened, I want everybody to be like, yep, that was me. I said it. Spicy take. I would say that. This is not something that I necessarily 
would bet a lot of money on. But I will say that the Heat winning the East is very possible. And that's my spicy take. That is very possible. I... They got a stacked team this year. They do. And they got vets. They got dogs. They got deep, they're great defensively. Mm-hmm. They are they have a great uh kind of camaraderie going on. You know, they all got like you know good good players with good attitudes, like hard workers, Pat Riley kind of leading the the team there. They got a veteran coach, you know, Jimmy Butler, Bam. They got Kyle Lowry now. They got they got a squad. They even got PJ Tucker, mm. who's just like you throw in there. And then they got shooters with Tyler Hero and Duncan. Like they got they got a squad. So I mean I could really see them surprising the East like they did two years ago mm. and making it to uh and winning the East, you know, and making it to the finals. So I, I could see that happening, man. I, I think people uh, underrate Kyle Lowry and how good he is. Well, and I think I'm going to go on the other fence of you and hit up on the West Coast, and I'm being a negative Nancy right here. And I'm going to go with the Trailblazers do not make the playoffs. Okay. I think that's a mild spot to take. No, oh, is it? Like like a, it's, yeah. it's not, that's not good enough? Oh, Actually, man. no, I would say, I would, I would, yeah. I feel like because I, it's not that I don't trust Bont Chauncey. I just didn't make – they just got a new coach. That's it. Like, I think the frustration of the playoffs is still lingering. And a bad start, as much as people are asking, Damian was going to ask for a trade. I just – Damian, man, he's just so loyal. It's just, it's just hard for me to be like. It's hard to watch. It's see. hard to watch, but I, I can't see him asking for a trade after like 10 games. Like people are like, oh, after 10 games, they, they start off bad. He's going to ask for a trade. I'm like, he's loyal. He's going to give, he's going to give the pay, uh, the pay, the trailblazers at least one more chance to make a big move. Right. And barring a move, if they don't make a move and obviously they trade Damian Lillard, obviously they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, and that's why I agree with you that the, t- the taste was the spicy take was kind of mild. Let's see if I think of something. I'm trying. I was trying to stay on the West Coast because my ultimate crazy spicy take, which yeah, I made, you was, was balance it out. Huh? You don't have to go to the West Coast. I mean, mine was you know my my really out there. I wouldn't put money on it. Is the Cavs making the playoffs? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's a and as much a terrible run organization they are. Yeah. There and what they got going that roster and everything like that is just so like something about that team makes me go, you know, they might be able to fall into the eighth spot. You know, it might be. I mean, yes, they were like bottom three, but mm. because of the extension of the playoffs and you got the play in game and things like that, I think as much as people talk about, oh, like that's the team, like the Hornets almost made a playoffs last year. And they were up and down like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Did the Hornets get better this year? Uh, no. (laughs) But they're just interesting because of LaMelo and things like that. But I don't don't know if Gordon Hayward makes it through a whole season. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And if he doesn't, that team is back to being, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm excited for them, though. I am too. I like watching the Hornets. They're they're high flying. They're great. That 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 
right there is a distraction to their actual gameplay. What? The Hornets, the, the high flying, the dunking, the passing, all that is a distraction to them, their gameplay. They, like, yes, like the, the police preseason game, everybody's like, oh, look at all these highlights. They got blown out. Yeah, you know, I know it's preseason, but yeah, but no. that's I mean, the thing. I think LaMelo is progressing to where he'll start to like control the pace of the game a lot more and he'll have more kind of input with how the flow goes. And I think they're going to start winning more basketball games. Yeah. I just, and they're always going to be a threat for dunks. So I feel like people are going to be on their toes and it's going to create, uh, I mean, they just need, um, now they need to fill their team with like lockdown shooters. Shooters. Consistent shooters and guys that are going to be on the floor. Um, and yes, so it's it's that might be my like because I already made that take on Twitter and all that stuff, and I got people just tearing me up like saying that's the worst take I've ever made. What the caps? Yeah, the caps what tear me up. Like this is the worst take you've ever made. I don't. Think so, I, don't huh? I, I would agree that 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 is a uh, a decent. That's the point. It's supposed no, to be spicy. It's supposed to be something that's not going. You know, may not happen, but if it happens, you know, I'm saying you called it. And, I think, I think they're gonna make the playoffs for sure. So it's and that's why I was trying to lean into the West Coast and trying to think of something on the spicy take on the West Coast because I just the West Coast is just not the same as it was four or five years ago where you're like dang one through eight the West Coast is packed that's not the case this year I mean back to the Cavs though I mean I think Darius Garland is like getting much better I think Colin Sexton is a great player I think Lori Markinen who they just picked up mm-hmm. is good. Kevin Love, eh, whatever. He's still uh, good. He's still better than most. Like people keep they got Mobley. They got uh Evan Rookie Allen. Evan about the run rookie of the year. Not you got even Ricky Rupio. I mean, as a backup, you know, whatever. Like, I just think that they got a, a good squad. And to, to say that they are definitely not making the playoffs is is ridiculous. And they even got Taco Fall. I didn't even know they had Taco Fall. Shout mm. out to Taco Fall. <laughs> Yeah, hey, um, I got I got Evan winning MVP. I got I got Evan Levin Rookie of the Year. I know a lot of people got Jalen winning it, but I think it's just one of those things with Evan Mobley winning the, the Rookie of the Year. That's a bold. I, that's that's a spicy take, right? There. I think if like for sure, if 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 he has if he averages, he's gonna get the ball. If he averages fifteen and seventeen points a game, and they make the playoffs, how can you not vote him Rookie of the Year? Yeah, fair saying, but I think Jalen, Jalen Green's gonna get plenty of shots. Plenty of shots, but they're gonna be ass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're factoring in like winning and stuff, but the the Rockets, uh, you know, surprisingly aren't doing terrible. Look, I mean, look, look at last. The reason bottom three, I think they'll be bottom three in the league. Yeah, yeah. The, the reason being, I'm on that train is because look at last year, Lamelo won Rookie of the Year, missed games, and it's. The main thing was because his team had a chance of making, made it to the playing game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to give it to, uh, what's it called? Timberwolves. Golly, just all over the place. Messing Edwards. Edwards, you know what I'm saying? Anthony Edwards. And the reason why he didn't get it because the Timberwolves were trash. And he didn't, because he didn't start the season as a starter, but he ended up starting at the end, uh, most of it, towards the end. But because the Timberwolves weren't that good. That, that's the thing. They add that to the rookie of the year factor now. If, is your team good? They don't just automatically give it to the guy with the most points and everything anymore. They're like, okay, 
did you make a difference on your team? Like, did you add wins? Yes, you can add points. Everybody, any rookie that's playing or getting drafted in the top five, most likely is getting drafted by a terrible team. You know what I'm saying? Just the last few years has been a little different because the Warriors have, you know, made those trades and the team they made trades with were so bad that they got the top few picks. That's, That's not normal. So now that you're going to score a bunch of buckets on a bad team. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens. And that's why Ben Simmons is so upset with the Sixers because he never got that chance because his, he was injured. He never got that chance to play, be a good player on a bad team. Yeah, you know? Well, um, so you, you, it's like... Sorry, yeah, sorry that you had a chance to <laughs> win the finals like your first few years of entering the league. Yeah, right. I'm not so, sorry. I'm not sorry. Um, yeah, that's definitely first world problems right there. Um, and, and it's one of those things like, and that's why I feel like the Cavs making a play. I think Evans fantastic. He's averaging 15 points a game right now in the preseason. Yes, it's preseason, but most of those buckets are coming in the first half. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, he's going, he's not going, he's playing a lot in the first half against starters. You know what I'm saying? And then second half, you know, he's barely playing. But that's that's where you got to focus on when you watch the preseason games. It's the first half, the first quarter. You know, those are when the starters are in. Those are the starters are playing hard. You know what I'm saying? Like a stat came across my thing, like, oh, Rudy Gobert had 19 points and 19 rebounds in 23 minutes. I was like, bro, no one cares. Like, why do I care? Rudy Gobert, yeah, he's gonna average that all the time. Is he though? He's always going to average a double-double. He's always going to average oh, double, double. Okay, yeah. 16, 7. He can average 17 and 17 every game. Yeah. But like the Clippers did to him, he's a liability in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When a team figures it out and is knocking down shots. Well, I mean, he just he, – he gets exposed for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's – I feel like he's really great at defense, but it's like one-sided. He's, mm-hmm. he's great at defense in the paint, but get him out of the paint, and he he turns into like a very yeah, like, what am I going to do over himself and stuff. And, right. Yeah. And, and that only works in the playoffs. Like one, if I play you one game, yeah, yeah, you can get away with playing bad defense because it's one game, one game, one game, one game, one game. But when it comes into a series, he's a liability. That's why I I, I try to make sure there's a difference. Like I'm not trying to say Gobert's not a great defender. He is great. Fantastic defender, defensive player of the year multiple times, but playoffs. Problem with in general. Huh? Talk about some. Sorry, but defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, getting that multiple years. I don't agree with how we go about defensive player of the year. Oh, okay. At all. Spicy. Okay, let's go. What's up? This is, yeah, this may be spicy take, but this may be just a Josh take. In <laughs> I think that we give too much credit to blocks with with defensive player of the year. And I'm not saying that blocks shouldn't be a stat that we reference with defense, but I, I feel like there should be more um, film watching and more like data to provide like, uh, you know, you know, like in football, when you have like a, a rush quarterback stat, like you rush the quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, like there's no stats like that. I feel like when it comes to defense and basketball, it's just usually just like steals and blocks, mm-hmm. you know, and but it's hard to like gauge it because it's such a fast paced game. But I just feel like when it comes to overall defense in basketball, Rudy Gobert is one-dimensional, in my opinion. Like, I think 
if you're going to get defensive player of the year, you should be able to play defense outside the paint. Mm. And he can't. He's, he, he, people expose him whenever he leaves the paint. And I feel like defensive player of the year should go to players more like Mikel Bridges. And I know that's like bias, but I'm saying like players like Mikel Bridges, yeah, right, or players right. like Ben Simmons, or like the players that can like, they can guard all positions. Yeah, you're naming a lot of small, those are all small forwards. So what are you saying? Like you, so is it specifically somebody, defensive player of the year should be somebody that's winning that can guard all one through five? And not just five. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 my belief of what a defensive player of the year is. I mean, he is the best defensive player, so he should be able to guard one through five. And you know, I agree. He cannot do that. And I don't think Rudy Gobert can guard one through five. He can't guard. He, he can guard four through five, maybe. Maybe he can't even guard some fours in the league. I don't think he can guard some fours. Right. So why is he defensive player of the year? If he can't guard. Any any anyone besides an, another center, then why is he defensive player of the year? Mm. Brought awesome. to you by Josh. The last guard to win defensive player mm. of the year was your boy, number 20, Seattle Supersonics, Gary Payton, the glove. Last guard. Really? It's always been a center? All center of forward. That's just silly to me. Small forward. The last small forward is Kawhi. And after okay. that was uh, right, right. that's a reasonable choice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, the last guard to win was Gary, and then before that was uh, Michael Jordan in nineteen eighty-seven. Okay. My point. Michael Jordan could guard a lot of players, maybe not one through five, but certainly like one through four. Oh yeah, back in the day, he couldn't guard. When his era, he couldn't guard one through five, but he could slow yeah. down. But some he, he but slowed down some cool. some centers. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's. This obvious sentence he couldn't guard, like Shaq. I mean, when he won defensive player in 1987, Shaq wasn't in the league then, but those were bigger centers. Like, those were heavy centers, you right. know. You I just know. think that, like, we, for some reason, ever since Rudy Gobert started crying because he didn't make the All-Star game. Oh, my God. Like, you know, now we just give him a pity pity defensive player of the year award. I agree. I think last year should have been Ben. Bogus. I think Ben Simmons should have won last year. Yeah. Um, I think with the year, another year when Rudy won, I think it should have been Draymond Green. Um, yeah. So there's, yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree with you. That's not, I mean, I feel like a lot of people would too, because that's not, it's not crazy. But for one, Rudy Gobert also isn't the most well-liked person in the league fans <laughs> anyway. But yeah, like it's one of those things that is always going to be a constant debate and it's always it's almost like a center award, just like the MVP in the NFL is the QB award. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those things that always happens. That it's usually a center that gets the defensive player award. But like you said, it should be make sure that people think about the total pitcher, one through five. At least you should be able to guard four positions. I feel like yeah. it should be a requirement. If you can't guard four positions, you shouldn't be able to win it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be like four and five. Yes. If I can guard my guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you're, if we're on the court together and you're like, Hey man, Charles, go get that short guy over there. You know what I'm saying? Like you're telling me you're trash on defense. Go guard him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, Hey man, who, who, who's the best player on the floor? I got him. It don't matter if he's six, seven, it don't matter. If he's five, 10. I got him because I believe I'm the best defender on the floor. And that's the difference. I think that's the defensive player of the year right there. 
Give right. me the best player and I can guard him. Yeah. And I will slow him down because most of these NBA players, you can't shut down, but I will slow them down. Yeah. And that is not something a lot of these past winners uh, can do. I mean, Giannis, obviously, he can play at one through five. He can guard yeah. one. Kawhi, so, Draymond Green. Giannis, Kawhi, and then Rudy Gobert twice, right? Twice in a row? Twice in a row. The one that everybody gets upset at is Joachim Noah. Everybody thought LeBron should have won that year, and I do too. <laughs> what, he's on the Bulls? <laughs> huh? Yeah. That's funny. And then that's the year. That's the year they the the. That's why this award is kind of a joke, man. Like I don't know. Out of all the awards, it's just kind of like a, a joke that doesn't give much. I don't think anyone's really given much thought to it. Really? Like mm. you, you could really like. I mean, defense is such a, a pivotal and like important part of the game, and it's an award that should be, you know, looked at further and just like you got to reestablish your kind of guidelines for you know what what people when people are eligible or not you know because if you have a guy that can't guard he, he can only guard one position on the floor then he should not be defensive player of the year period period point blank period. point that's made. what it is chasing chips episode two hope y'all enjoyed it hope you <laughs> come back next week uh we're gonna keep going keep talking we're gonna have some games to talk about at least one or two and then we'll also talk about the future games later in that week, what you should be paying attention to, what you should be talking about. Maybe we get an update. Maybe we see Ben Simmons on the floor. Probably yeah. not. I honestly think he'll just fake an injury uh, and just keep sitting out. Uh, I don't think I'll see him on the floor. I don't know what you think. I, I can't honestly think he actually plays. for no, he ain't playing in the, the Sixers no more. Because he, you know, potential of getting hurt. I just can't see Rich Paul, like, putting him out there. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited to have more to talk about when it comes to the Suns and Clippers. Yes. Because we're going to have more content coming out. And it's just right now you got preseason and all that's great. But once the regular season starts, I'm excited to talk about our teams. Yeah. Get, definitely giving you all insight what we just chop up about randomly um, through IG messages, through phone calls and stuff like that. Yeah. This is what these first two weeks were about because there has been really too much news about only two people, Kyrie and Ben. Um, right. like NBA, NBA news. There's obviously the games. We we're not casual, so we're watching preseason. But like I said before, make sure you're watching the WNBA finals. Check it out. Enjoy it. Watch the basketball. You know, it fill your time until the season starts next week. Once again, I am Charles Dixon. I'm Joshua. And we are chasing chips. I'm being so extra right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, peace.